to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Tim McCarthy. He's the podcast host of 20 Tim Minutes and he's a mental health advocate. Today we're going to talk all about his journey to podcasting with men- and with mental health and we're going to see where it takes us. <laughs> Hi Tim, how are you? Hey Alexa, couldn't wait to say that. Ah, <laughs> uh, I know, isn't it great? It's so it's fantastic. <laughs> and it's so much fun is because in my episodes, so I always ask a question, like in the title. So it's like, hey, Alexa, what is mental health? And then the description would be like, Alexa, hmm, not sure. But my guest will, so I, I play up on it. I like that. I like that. Lucky my Alexa wasn't too close to me because then she'll be chirping at me right now. <laughs> I know, right? We have like three or four of them in our house, but they're all on mute all the time. Unless we're using yeah. them. Because we don't want them listening to us. No, I know that that always freaks me out too. I'm like, what, what does she know that I don't know? Right. Or like one time we were in our, upstairs and it was at our old house. So it was downstairs. The Alexa was, and all of a sudden she just started like reading a story. out of nowhere. Like we didn't say anything. It was the craziest thing. And we were like, it was like one in the morning. And all of a sudden we hear this thing. If I was a ghost, if I was a ghost, I would mess with people with Alexa. Like if I have one thing that you can do as a ghost, I would just, just go up and be like, Hey, Alexa, read a story right now. And it just disappears. That would be cool. Yeah. Wouldn't it? That'd be so funny. Hey, we could have had a ghost. I mean, we have a lot of family members yeah. that have passed on. So who knows? No. <laughs> now this kind of creepy to think about. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, let's start with you. Tell us how. Tell us about you, your story. Let's get started. Yeah, for sure. From the beginning. Yeah. So my name is Tim McCarthy. I run the podcast 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. Episodes are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays episodes are about 20 minutes and Thursdays is interviews with guests. Um, I started back in November 2020, like anybody else, probably during the mm-hmm. pandemic, got bored and was like, I need a I need a hobby before I jump off the top of my house. <laughs> you know what right? I mean? Right. I just needed something to do. And I didn't know what I wanted to do it on. And I had some issues, which I can definitely touch on in a minute. Um, so the reason I started November 2020 is because the whole year before that, I wanted to start a podcast. And I didn't know what I wanted to do it on because I didn't want to half-ass it. I had a podcast back in 2013 with a buddy, and it was called Bill and Tim's Bogus Podcast, and it was <laughs> awful. Uh, but it was really good to have it with like a friend. So I was ready to do it, but I didn't want to half-ass anything. I wanted to have like a logo, a theme song, an actual theme to the show, like all this stuff. So, and plus like my inner like fight of like, is anyone gonna care? Like this isn't gonna be good. Like just like doubting myself like crazy. So finally, I came to the realization I wanted to do it on mental health. And the reason being is because I've been dealing with mental health and mental illness pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. And being a white guy bald with a beard and talking into a microphone, I was like, I got to find something that's a little bit different than everyone's doing. Instead of like <laughs> podcast, it's like, we talk about everything and anything. So it's like, I just didn't want to be... Uh, just like another face in the crowd. Like there's a lot of good podcasts that are like that. I'm not talking bad about any podcast, but I don't want to be that guy. So it gets so saturated. It, it does. It does. And I, That's obviously the problem. I want to stand out and like help people in a way. And, uh, and it's been going good. So, uh, all my life I've been dealing with, uh, like issues, uh, like I had undiagnosed ADHD my whole life in schools. I was a season D's get degrees type of guy. I couldn't mm-hmm. pay attention. Um, like I was worried about like dating girls and like paying attention to school. I, I fell asleep during my SATs because I was so bored. Like that's how bad I was in school. Like 
if I didn't have my personality, like I wouldn't have got, I'm like, come on, teach, just let me take an extra credit course. And it's, that's how I got by. Um, I don't think they should have let me by. <laughs> so I was dealing with that and went to college, just kind of knew I was getting sad. This was back in like, Oh, four, I'm 36 now. So I went to college. I realized I thought I was just like homesick. So I went to like the doctor and they were like, Oh, here's some Prozac. I'm like, Oh, okay. So like, I, I just felt like they were throwing like candy at me. Yeah. So fast forward a couple of years, I'm still battling with like anger issues and all this stuff. And I went to see some therapists and a lot of them didn't work out, whether they were like not my style or like they were super weird. Like one lady, I went to her house, but it was on a farm and there was like donkeys and mules. And I was like, all right, this might be cool. And I get there and it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. There's like books opening by themselves and like flapping in the wind and like dolls hanging from the ceiling. Bye. I, go, I gotta get out of here. So I yeah. met with her, the whole room smelled like cat pee. I was like, I'm getting out of here. Um, so that's when I was like down on therapist. I was like, you can't find one. And that's like the battle. So fast forward even further, uh, on May 5th, 2019, I tried to take my life. Um, and it was on May 5th. So I like to call that Cinco de Hango now when I look back on it. <laughs> so after that is when I knew I needed to get real help. And I went to finally people were like, yeah, you need to like go see some professional help. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it's probably a good idea at this point. Um, cause I was super depressed. I just didn't want to do anything. I was having issues with my marriage, having issues with work, money, like you name it. And I was like, what is the, yeah. point? what is the point right now? And I'll never forget the day. And it was very tough. Like, I remember just like, I waved to my dog when I went upstairs. I was like, my dog can't wave back. Like, you know what I mean? And I was walking up the stairs and I felt like, I don't know if it was like an outer body experience, but I felt like I was in the last row of a movie theater in my brain. Like, mm -hmm. it's like kind of like the movie Get Out where, without the racism where like yeah. I was in my body, but I couldn't really like figure out why I was moving that way. So then everyone always has that moment of like realization of like a voice being like, don't do this or like something happens. Everyone I talk mm -hmm. to about like uh, suicide attempts, they're always like, oh yeah, my phone rang or I heard a voice or something like that. Mine was my cat which was very weird. I stood there with, uh, with my jujitsu belt over my neck and I just sat there and cried and cried. And my cat bumped into me and like, was like, meow. I was like, Oh, I was like, I didn't feed you today. And like, I was so concerned about my pets because like, I don't want to like die. And then like, they don't eat because cats will eat your body. If you die. Oh yeah. That's a fun fact. Your cat will eat you if they don't have food and you're dead. All right. But that wasn't in my head. I, was, I just felt bad no. because I didn't feed my cat yet. So then like that happened. And then like, I don't like notifications on my phone. And I checked my phone. I had a notification and I had to like read the message. And then they saw, I read the message on Snapchat and I was making weird comments earlier. So I kind of just like, I kind of like walked myself into getting help. If that makes any sense. Okay. So you, you stopped it on your own. Yeah. I stopped it on my own because of my cat to help them. And then I looked at my phone and I saw like I had a notification on Snapchat and the people I was chatting with on Snapchat, I was making a lot of like weird comments about like pretty much killing myself because okay. I do this thing. It's called like unpassive aggressive. Um, no, it's a yeah. Passive unaggressiveness. And it's what I do is I say serious, I say serious thing in joking tones. So people don't know if I'm kidding or not. So for oh. example, I'll be leaving work and I'll be like, all right, guys, I'll see you later. Hopefully my car flips over and I die. And they're like, oh, that's so funny. I'm like, no, I really, I really hope that happens. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so after that, I, I went to therapy, uh, I got diagnosed with ADHD, which we all knew, and I got diagnosed with general anxiety and then bipolar two. Oh when they, yeah. When they explained the bipolar okay. two to me, I was like, oh, okay. A lot makes sense right now. Yeah. And, uh, 
and that was tough and it's still tough to deal with but my uh the therapist that i got diagnosed with he retired so i'm like awesome so then i found a new therapist rachel who was like i think maybe younger than me it was kind of like that movie 50 50 where it's like my therapist is younger than me and i was like oh okay so she she pretty much saved my life she was with me until like this past December, uh, and she went to another practice and I lost her. So oh, no. I, lost, I lost two therapists and the second one who was like a big part of my life and saw me change. So weirdly enough, I had one more therapist after that who, who I didn't like. So I, I asked for another one and it ends up being my old therapist's dad. So I'm, I'm seeing the dad of my old therapist. The one, <laughs> the one that likes Rachel. Yeah. So it's like, it's her it's dad. It's so funny yeah so he's been helping me a lot like you ever see that meme it's like my therapist's therapist's final boss i feel like i skipped a step and got to the boss like you know what <laughs> I mean? so he's been challenging me a lot so that's what kind of played into the podcast where i was like i want to do it on mental health because there's so many people that like sit in the dark and don't say anything to anybody yeah and i'm so open and honest about like that whole thing because i'm at that age where I, i'm uh, every day is like i stopped caring less and less about like what yeah. i'm doing because my whole life i cared about what people thought about me and that was the biggest lie I told myself. I was like, oh, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. And then like two minutes later, I'm like, I wonder what they're saying about me right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No, um, I agree. It's It can be really hard and crazy, especially the younger you are. Yeah. And I was dealing with this like my whole life. And I didn't know up until like this was 2019. I, I found out I had bipolar too. And it, it's like if I if mental health was a lot different back then, I probably could have got diagnosed with like the meds ADHD. I'm on now. Yeah. Yeah. I could have gotten on Adderall at a high school age and maybe been better at school. Who knows? But I can't play the shoulda, coulda, woulda game anymore. Um, right. But it just, it just would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. But that's why I think like even kids nowadays have it a little bit better. We say they have it so hard and they do, but in certain ways, because mental health is talked about so much more or all these other illnesses, they're able to get diagnosed quicker. Another thing I, I realized with that, and I 100% agree with you, but there is that other side of it that's not good. And it's like the TikTok side, which I don't like. So there'll be people on there that are like doing like a dance and be like, I got ADHD. And it's like some other kid like is getting that information from somebody that probably doesn't have it or isn't educated on it. So yeah. these kids, these kids, we're trying to break the stigma and what these kids are doing is, is like picking up the vase and like putting it back together with glue. It's like, no, we need to like break it. And they're like not doing a justice. So like, say there's some 14 year old girl out there that's like having troubles and they don't know what to do and their parents aren't listening to them. So they, they follow this person on TikTok who isn't qualified and they're like, this is what I do to help me. That might not work for that 14 year old girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's different. And that the fact that they're not getting professional health and getting stuff off like TikTok and Instagram, like really, really grinds my gears. Unless it's like a real professional, like it's like Dr. Like ADHD Aaron or something. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but other than that, that's like the other side of the, uh, of that spectrum that I, I just, that irks me. Yeah. So and I think the other thing they could do is let's say this kid is talking about what helps them. Then they should write, in either the caption or somewhere that this doesn't help everybody and you should still like if at least if they did that or and then put like yes professional helps always the way or something just like a what's the word it's like um like a psa kind of like a psa or like a like an asterisk thing oh yeah like a like a warning yeah so like it's like at least they can say what they want to say but they're not saying this is the way 
Yeah, that's why I have a PSA at the end of every episode because I don't want to be liable for anything. And those people exactly. can't be liable for it. It's like, oh, my daughter watched this guy with a million TikTok uh, followers and pretty much ruined my daughter's life. And you got to admit, like, it's probably both. Like, there's probably people that actually help somebody. Like, hey, this person kind of is similar to me. It's like, I want to get help. And it's like, that's good. But then there's people that, like, don't have money, insurance and stuff, and they're just, like, basing yeah. it off that. And it's like, that's so tough. So they got to... It's so tough. Mental health is so tough to deal with. Like, oh my gosh. Angle. It's insane. Yes. I call it an invisible illness because like I talk about chronic pain too, yep. which is what I have from an accident. And like, so, but I have both, I have mental health and chronic pain and it kind of like, it's a circle. So like, cause you're, if you like, if you're in a depression mode, it could make your pain worse, but your pain could make your depression worse. So it's oh, like, yeah. it's a very hard because I would be told like, Oh, you're just depressed. You're just this. You're just that. And I'm like, not, not true. Yeah. So it's a hard circle. It's like, you don't know which is leading the other. Do you deal with PTSD? Sometimes from an, yeah, yeah I actually, it was, that. no, I had the craziest thing. Um, I haven't had this. So my accident was like six years ago and the craziest thing happened the other night or this was last week. I like was just like, I was sleeping and all of a sudden I, I had a dream about a car accident and I woke up to this loud bang and I smelled smoke everywhere. It wasn't actually there. It was from my dream because I think it got wow. hit. And it's happened a couple different times before, but I've had that in a few years now. That dream's weird. Yeah, but it was so, and I also like, when I'm a passenger, I freak out all the time. Oh, I know friends, I have friends like that. Exactly. That had. But I don't like jump on them or anything. Like I don't like, because I know people that will like jump on the driver. I'm like, you can't do that. Right. Like. No, I'll hold, hold the door. I hold the hold door. On. Yeah, the oh shit handle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'm and I know like I'm safe. It's not like I feel unsafe from people, but it's just like it's more the other drivers because it was someone that had hit us. So like it's not the people I'm driving with that freak me out. It's the people around us. Oh yeah, that's that's like it with anything. It's like yeah. when it's a snowstorm out. Like oh, don't drive. There's too much snow. It's like I can drive through the snow. It's this other side. Other people. Yeah, hundred percent. So I know exactly what you mean. And it's that is tough too, because like you can't see someone with like PTSD and all that. So I know exactly what you're saying. It's like the invisible yeah. illness and people yep. just don't get it. Oh, you just, you're crazy. Like, oh yeah, I know that, but thanks for helping. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's so much to it. Because even really ADHD, like all of this bipolar, you don't see that you have it. No, sometimes. Maybe if you act out, like, like if you're, you know, that you can, but on a regular basis, like right now, I wouldn't know that you have anything wrong. Yeah, I used uh, comedy and positivity as a defense mechanism very much so because I right. it's, such, it's such a drastic 180 from what I can be and what I have shown. So it definitely is invisible until like it it gets it gets exposed a little bit. And uh, right. but I hate I hate using it as an excuse. I, I refuse to. With bipolar, you can get very nasty, and I have a very sharp tongue with things I can say to people that I regret instantly. Um, so that's when I know it comes out, but I can't be like, oh, I'm sorry. That was my bipolar talking. I will never no. say that. I will say it right now just for the sake of telling you, but I would never say that yeah. in like a real scenario. And that's, what's tough about it. And I get so beat down by it because sometimes I'll think about it and talk to my therapist and cry because I'll be like, you know what? I have this thing for the rest of my life and I'm on yeah. these pills that help. And sometimes they don't help. And it's like, so what am I going to do when I get too accustomed to these pills? Like, what's the next step? Like I'm only right. 36. Am I going to be talking shit to people when I'm like 50? Like, I'm just scared about the yeah. a lot. So, and I just hate how I have a burden on me for the rest of my life. No, I agree. And like, 
that's like, I'm better about it now, but like right after like the accident, I was, it's this whole story, but I was like misdiagnosed for a while. And it was just oh, yeah. like, like for the, like I, I was told I had a sinus infection and not a concussion. So yeah, don't ask. Anyway, um, I was like, when I went, even when I found out everything that happened, like I was very angry for a while and I like kind of like would snap sometimes or I had a lot less patience than I used to, but I would like, I would bite my tongue as much as I could. And if it slipped, I'd apologize right away because like, I know people that will like blame you, like blame the other person if they like for their anger or something. And I've never been one to do that. Like, I don't want to be angry at someone for no reason. Like, that's not who I am, never been. So I was always very careful, but you know, sometimes people snap and it's not, and I wouldn't necessarily say anything mean. It would just be like, I might have attitude. Right. And then like, they don't deserve it. No. No, they don't. And I always heard this quote. It's in a Rage Against the Machine song. It says, anger is a gift. And people really don't know what that means. I looked into it because I didn't. I was like, anger is a gift. It is because you you know what it is and you learn from it. And you're like, I don't want to be like this anymore. So if you mm-hmm. weren't angry, you wouldn't know how to deal with it. So I, I, I kind of like that quote a little bit. Like anger is a gift in a way. It's like a, it's a, it's a crap gift if you're going to give it to me, but I'm going to work <laughs> with it. I'm going to work with it and I'm going to learn from it. So that's how I like to use it. It's like anger. Like, obviously when it comes out, it's not fun, but at least I can try to like work at it. And I have been working at it. I'm proud of myself with my anger and know how to control it. And I can kind of like misdirect it into something else. Like say, like I'm trying to get pumped up for a competition. I was like, I'll just use that and harness that at that time. I won't use it on somebody that cares about me. Right. Or like the other thing, um, I'm just going to say, like using kind of like what you were saying, how anger is a gift. Well, in a way, like being diagnosed with something is a gift too. Yeah. I, it's a it's, curse, a gift and a curse. Yeah. Bittersweet. It's a gift because at least you know, and maybe now you can figure out how to work through it, but it's a curse because you don't want to have it, but you already have it regardless that you have a name to it or not. So yep. to me, it's more of a gift than a curse. I'd rather have the diagnosis. Turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. And that's what I've learned to do from all this because there's no, I could, I mean, there's days I'm depressed and I grieve, but for the most part, I'm trying to help others from my yeah. experiences. Yeah. And you're doing a good job. Well, I'm trying and you are too. Thank you, so thank you. <laughs> tell us a little bit more like about your podcast. Sure. So you, you have two days a week, right? So yeah. you have two, so Tuesdays is more than just you talking and then you have a guest on Thursdays. Yeah. So on Tuesdays I do the, so the gag for 20 to minutes is because I have ADHD, I can't talk for that long or pay attention. So it's like about 20 minutes plus that's good though. Yeah. I'm not a big podcast guy. I don't really listen to them. I'm like a self-loathing podcaster because I don't even re-listen to my episodes. People oh, me neither. Me. Yeah. People come up to me and say like a reference and I'm like, what's that from? They're like, dude, you said that like two weeks ago. I'm like, I did. I'm like, I don't remember that at all. So those are really fun because I pretty much talk about like my story and like where I'm at, like at the beginning. And then I kind of talk about like what's going on in like the mental health, like news almost. And then like, it's really good because it's, uh, I, I call it break the stigma by cracking a smile because like I, I try, I don't make fun of mental health. It's like, I kind of just like get people in on the joke. If that makes right. sense. Like I want yeah. them to understand like how it is for me and why I laugh at it. And and like, I'll go on like little rants and then like, I'll kind of branch off because of my meds, but I come back to my circle because like my ADHD, like I would like say something and just like 
leave leave the conversation and never come back <laughs> so it's like a learning it's like a learning curve and then on thursdays i took a break from it because i i have really bad winter depression and i was on well mm. to help me out so i took a break from doing interviews for a long time but i'm back and I've had such a wide variety of guests. And that's what I'm trying to do is because there's all these different people out there that have issues and you never know it. So I try to find somebody that's like a little bit different from just like everyday Joe's like myself. Like I had an interview with John's crazy socks, which is uh, the owner has down syndrome and he works with his father and I Very have them cool. on. They're awesome. And they've been, I saw my- that you, yeah. you, you had on your website, right? Yep. I saw, so- I was, I was looking on your website and I think I saw that. Yeah, they're uh, they're sweet people and they're one of my favorite uh, interviews. And it was funny because they've been on like Fox News. They had a, uh, a commercial with Windows and all this stuff. <laughs> and I interviewed him and he said this thing. And I was like, he's like, this was the best interview I had. He messaged me after this and I couldn't believe it. He's like, this is the best interview I had because no one asked about the mental health side of this whole thing. He's like, the easiest thing I've dealt in life was raising a son with Down syndrome. And I was like, that's so cool. Because he was like, mm-hmm. he's like, everyone asks about his son, rightfully so. Like, that's what the story should be about. But no one asks about like behind the scenes or like how it is like mentally on them and like stuff. So he really appreciated it. And I almost like cried during the episode because John, he's like, you can do whatever you want to set all this stuff. And if you watch, there's like a point where I'm just like trying to hold it together. And I'm like, dude, you got to stop talking so good right now. Um, But I've had on NFL players, pro wrestlers. I had a, a adult entertainment star, Felicity Feline, who, Man, her story is like one of the interviews you should listen to just because of like just the harsh like people something like and it's like it's like people have their opinions of like what people do. It's like, yeah, she's a sex worker, whatever, that's fine. Like it doesn't affect my life, but to hear like what she goes through and what people say to her and like suicide rate in the porn industry, it's like it's very eye opening and and Mm -hmm. interesting. So if you look at my list of interviews, you'll see literally a wide variety of different people I talk to and it's I want to say like 98% of them, like I'm friends with, like I text with them like all the time, like Felicity, yeah. like me and her text, um, Joe Barksdale, he was a former NFL player, like me and him, like good friends. It's just like, I meet a lot of good people from this podcast. And I, I think about like back to like when I wanted to die. And now I'm talking to people like you through a computer. It's like, I try to break down things as simple as they can be. It's like, yeah, we're talking on our computers to each other like <laughs> webcam because because of the internet i don't know where the internet comes from i don't know what 5g means but we just deal with it and we're just like all right like this is cool um so i always take that uh i used to take that for granted and now that i like really appreciate it it's just like really cool um but yeah tuesdays and thursdays 20 10 minutes i also have an app i probably even shouldn't have an app my buddy makes apps so you can download the 20 10 minutes app for free on uh Apple that's and cool yeah, he makes apps, appetizers, LLC. He's a great guy, Caleb. Um, so if anyone out there needs a uh, needs an app, let me know. All right. Um, I will definitely do that. Um, well, so what else can you tell us about you? So yeah, you, you obviously have this podcast. Where do you see yourself going in the next year? Oh, man, that's such a good question. I never know. Um, Cause like there's this other podcast I really like. It's called the Waffle Shop Podcast with Taylor James. He's from the UK. He's one of the first people I reached out to uh, for a mental health podcast, and he's the sweetest man in the world. So he's been doing like live shows, and I would love to do a live like show, like a benefit show to like raise money for like uh, there's this company, not company, this nonprofit I I help with uh, fundraise with and um, volunteer with. I'm sorry, 
uh, the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. It's a t it's a city um, in Massachusetts that I help with. And uh, my first t-shirt sales, I raised 500 bucks to donate to them. So I'd like to do something like that in like a live live thing and just have like random guests come up and like talk about mental health. And then I would, I would actually wouldn't mind talking at like high schools or like middle schools. I think that would be kind of fun because I'm like a big kid, like, um, and I just like having fun with people. So I think I could do a good job at that. Like I've done stand up a little bit. I love doing karaoke. So like talking in front of people, I think I can handle now more than ever. Yeah. Um, with my story, I think what I need to do work on is like try not to cry in front of people as much as I do anymore. I don't think that's you know, such a bad thing, though. It's not, but it wastes time. Uh, <laughs> like if like if I'm sitting there like trying to hold it together, then I cry. There's like five minutes wasted. So. I'm trying to be more professional in that way. And then I also got to work on my swearing. So there's a lot I need to still work on, but no, that would be fun to do um, for like, hopefully within the next year, I've kind of just rolling with the punches and seeing where it goes. I always tell people like, no matter how upset I am, I'm going to keep releasing episodes. You can go back and probably find a couple episodes. Like I'm not in a good mood. Um, so I always <laughs> say I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to ride it until the wheels fall off. And that's pretty much what I'm going to keep doing. Very cool. Well, before I let you go, we're going to play a quick game. Love games. And then you can plug away anything else you want to tell us. Cool. So first question, drink of choice. Ooh, are we talking non-alcoholic? Okay, let's go. Whichever. Sprite is like an all-time favorite of mine. I found out, I think it was like Chinese scientists say that a can of Sprite like can cure your hangover the next day. I've been a Sprite fanatic. One time I drank so much Sprite. I was in Tennessee. I sweated out Sprite. Because uh, it was so hot. Like, in my bed, I don't know if I peed myself or what, but it just smelled like Sprite. And then my other drink of choice would be, I, I dubbed it called PP juice, which is Patron and pineapple. Oh. Uh, that's very dangerous. So people out there, don't drink and drive, drink responsibly. That's a PSA from Tim. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my other uh, drink of choice if I'm going to have a couple cocktails with some people. All right. Um, the next one is favorite movie or TV show or both? Okay, let's start with favorite TV show. It's uh, it's a comedy sketch show called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson, and I can't stop watching it. If anyone out there likes weird, weird humor, he used to work for SNL, and a lot of his skits that got turned down are skits on the show. It's such like a fun, like just not innocent, but it's just like very goofy, and I, I love things that don't take things seriously. Like I used to be a big horror movie guy. And like all these like dramas, but I just watch comedies now just to like keep my my like positivity up. So I, I but I, I do have to say if, if I have to pick my favorite movie, I would probably say Evil Dead Two, um, is probably like up there as like my all time favorite like movie as as well. I like so many random movies, but if I'm gonna pick <laughs> one, I'll pick Evil Dead Two. All right, um, words of advice for your younger self. Oh, save money, save save money. Be smarter with your money. Put money away. Uh, don't spend it on dumb stuff. Just, just, just save money and learn how to learn what a credit card is. I like it. Um, five, uh, five words to describe yourself. I'm very stupid and fun. Yeah, I'm very. I stupid. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you're stupid, but I like how you. Yeah, it's I I'm very open with like my 
I wouldn't say ignorance, but I'm not very well versed in a lot of things. I'm okay with it. Like, I don't know politics. I just try to Google like what stocks are. Like, I'm learning that. Like, I don't know when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Like, I just don't know. I don't know and I don't care. So I'm just who I am. Um, but yeah, a lot of that stuff. That's why I call myself stupid, but I know I'm not stupid. I'm more of like the street smarts guy over book smarts, but. And that's okay. Sometimes yeah. that actually get that gets you further later in life. Yes. I would rather be with someone that knows how to talk to somebody than knows how to like talk down to somebody. Right. Like to me, you're in your, your book smarts. It's great for school, Yeah. but you're after you're done at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I can be, then, I tell people. I tell people I can't read and I can, but like, I know how to say the words, I know how to pronounce them, but I can't retain the information because like, I've always had issues reading as like, yeah. I get bored with it or I trail off. So like, I always tell people I can't read, like, obviously I can, but that's why I just tell people because I can't retain it. No, that makes sense. Um, and then the last one is what does success mean to you? Oh man, that's a good question too. I think success means to me is I think the joking answer would be never having to buy clothes. Uh, no, never having to do uh, laundry ever again. I think that's what <laughs> success would really be to me. But I think to me is just being happy and, and waking up every day, doing loving what you do. I love doing the podcast, but there's days I don't want to do it. And I think yeah. I got to a point where like I woke up every day and I was like, oh, we're going to crush today. Like being positive all the time. And I know you can't be like one day here and there is fine out of 365 days a year, but mine tend to be like the majority of a month. So I think once if I made success, I would don't want to let anyone down, which is one of my biggest things. I don't like let anyone down. I'd rather yeah. let myself down than somebody else. So I think that's what would be success and then never having to do laundry again. I like that. Well, thank you so much for coming on and where can we find you? Where can we find your podcast? Yeah. Um, and thank you so much, Alexa, for having me on. But you can find me on uh, 20timminutes.com. It's a numerical two zero, Tim Minutes with just one M. So it's like a play in together. Um, I have the same social media handle for everything across the board. I'm very easy to find. If you just type in Tim McCarthy, 20 Tim Minutes or one or the other, you should be able to find me. I have faith in you as a listener that you can find me. You can probably click the link in the URL. You could download my app. You could do anything. If you find me, come say hello and we can be friends. All right. Well, this was another episode of Hey Alexa, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.